horsepower armor. Right? Because then you'd have the double joke. Right, of horsepower. Yeah. So yeah, this is their their first uh, offering for their creation club stuff, which is the paid mods. As in, they paid somebody to do them, or they get you just get paid if somebody buys them. Um, they are distributing them, and you have to pay to have them. Okay. I don't know where the money goes. Okay. It might just go to Bethesda. It might be a thing where they already paid the person to make it. Um, like a like a contract fee. I don't know if there's any kind of royalties or per sale. I feel like they definitely must have paid somebody to make the stuff that came out in their first launch of it. That they had them in there. Yeah, I mean, they... Uh, I don't know. It's... I don't think it's like volunteer labor or anything. So it's not like the app store or something for, for like Apple where you make something and you put it up and it gets approved and then you make most of the money off of it. Not that I can tell from, I don't know. There's no, there's, there doesn't seem to be a lot of transparency as far as like who they got to make this. And how the money was distributed, like who they contacted or anything like that. But one of the largest complaints I've seen uh, other than like, okay, there's been a few, a handful of like large complaints about this. Mm -hmm. One is it's paid mods again. And that the, uh, the bulk of what you can find on the creation club stuff is not as good as free mods on the Nexus. Like uh-huh. there are, there are a few things that are like, like there's some kind of Chinese, uh, uh, what was it? What is it called? Like Chinese stealth suit mod. That is like nearly identical between the two, but the free version has like higher quality assets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, uh, like the power horse armor thing is just kind of a joke. Yeah, that seems like a really like shitty. That seems like a really fuck you to everybody because like yeah, it's like ha ha, we're selling horse armor again. Remember when we did that and everybody hated it? Well, here let's just let's just re forget everything about how we fucked up last time with our crappy paid mods and do it again. Yeah, it feels like on the one hand it feels like they're trying to be cheeky, but on the other hand it also feels like they're incredibly tone deaf. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, then the other in the bulk, like out of all of these things, it nothing is um, awesome. Yeah, nothing's awesome. Nothing feels like it took a um, it took a partnership with Bethesda to get these items out because, again, like outside of the prey armor, like the armor from the game prey like a lot of that stuff already exists like there or and it's better already because a lot of it is just like skins for your pit boy or skins for power armor or different kinds of power armor or other kind of things that people have put in the game already yeah um there's one thing that's like a backpack that gives you some more inventory space 
but I don't care about that because that's why I have a strength stat. But right. <laughs> but it, but you know, like that's that's the kind of stuff they're offering here. There's nothing like a campaign a new companion or a companion or yeah. And like again, like there are companion mods that are free. Uh, right. There are so many things that are free for this game that are better that it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like the, I don't know. It seems kind of bad. Like most, like like it does seem very phoned in. Like all of, like they got a bunch of artists do stuff because that shows well, but that doesn't change the game. Like for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get that stuff if it's free because I don't give a shit. Yeah, because it's like I don't care if it looks different like i want a quality of life improvement or i want new content like yeah. that's the stuff that i care about well and i think that the the first one the quality of life improvement thing i think is incredibly interesting because you can tell just from the sequels that they don't really have an eye for what makes a quality of life improvement I mean, you look from from game to game, you know, and it's and and the modders add all of this stuff that's like, here's a here's a complete UI overhaul to make this work and be more functional and useful on the PC. And then you don't you don't see Bethesda like make an effort to integrate that stuff when somebody else has already done the work for them. Right. Or, uh, you know, stuff like, you know, simple things like, you know, the mod for Fallout that was like, here's a key ring. It just stores all of your keys in one location. Yeah, I don't know how they've made so many fucking games and they still have not done a keyring thing. Yeah, for their game. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm just like, like where where does I I, I can't tell where Bethesda puts the priorities on user experience stuff, mm-hmm. um, or how much they pay attention to even the mods that exist for their own game. <laughs> I don't I don't know really because. E- there's so many things that like some things you can say like, okay, it's preference. Like it's a matter of preference. It's not like, you know, it's not a, it's not a big deal. Like, um, you know, how some things get, get like sorted or how some things are like labeled in the UI or something like that. Like, yeah. And it's it's some of the stuff they definitely do. And I'll, I'll tell you this, like one of the, one of the mods that I got for, for fallout for me was the, uh, like subcategory thing yeah. in the inventory. But I could tell that they didn't do it because it's harder to show all of that on console. Yeah. And so some of it is fuck you PC players, we're gonna make all of this great for console because basically fuck you PC players. Like pretty much everybody that's basically the tone of the gaming industry right now is if it's for console and for PC, fuck you if you're gonna get it on PC. So a lot of the the absolute dipshit UI that I see in every game that I get nowadays is because of that attitude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I would say I would I agree with you. And and like coming from the company that I work at, like I can tell you that that's kind of the attitude from a lot of the people who work in the like design and UI stuff. Like that's it's changed. We've hired some different people and some people have left. But like I was felt like I was one of the only people w- who was decrying like the lack of proper keyboard and mouse implementation for like 
early internal testing. I'm not, and so I would I would constantly be like, okay, so what are the keyboard commands for for these actions? And they're like, well, those haven't been implemented yet. And I'm like, well, I can't play this then. And they're like, well, that's just not a focus. And I'm like, it should be. Well, like, <laughs> sometimes it depends. I mean. Well, I'll say so this. I'm when gonna... one of the things that we were making was a competitive FPS, I said, absolutely, it has to be a keyboard and mouse uh, interface. So there's, but there's, there's a difference between when you prioritize things in the pipeline. Like, yeah, we're, cause I mean, we're, my company is working on a game that's mobile and PC and for the, but the, the main focus was on mobile. So we wanted to make sure that it was worked and was playable on mobile first. And then once we got to that stage, then it's like, okay, we know it works on mobile because that's the trickier one because there's a thousand fucking different screen shapes and, you know, you have to make sure that you can see it on a tiny phone and be able to tap and move everything. And then that was like the hard work, right, to get it working there. And then after we got a good mobile experience, then we moved on to PC and started to make it good. So I think you can't, sometimes you can't judge that because if you're trying to make it a good console game first, that's fine. And then you say, okay, and it's going to be PC. Then you like, I think that if you do, you, when you, as a designer, you, you have to make sure that the game is fun and works. And I think trying to get it to work for every type of system first is probably not, is not the best way to make sure that the design is good. If you say we're going to test it on mobile and we want to get the gameplay good and make the, and make sure that the game is fun. I think it's totally fair to say we're not going to worry about good PC controls until we get the game fun. Then once we're at that, you're at that stage, then you worry about multi-platform. Well, yeah. And I, I think in your case, well, in every case, it depends on the game that you're making, like which, which platform you prioritize, mm-hmm. prioritize, like in, in the case of you're making a mobile game. Yeah. Like I agree. You have to, the touch touch controls are such a different paradigm and such like a like you have to try things out like PC controls for uh, for something like a platformer or like a like an isometric game are like kind of known like a known quantity of like what you can do and and so it's like I've got a mouse I know what I can do with a mouse you know but like um but like touch controls for that same kind of thing. Or yeah, trickier. Yeah, like and it, harder, like, like weirder to do, and right, like you have to make sure that that feels good, like by tapping on a screen, and 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 it's and it, there's oh my gosh, you start you realize how much you take for granted not being able to have contextual clicking, like right click and left click, yeah, or mouse over. Oh my gosh, it's so horrible. Like like you know you want to like find out more information about something on the screen on a PC, you can just move the mouse over it and like have it show more info but on the on the you know on a mobile device you've got to like tap on it or you can do like a press and a hold or something like that but then that means that you can't do tapping for something else really. right um and then it's like okay so you tap on it to get more information now you have to drag it to move it around yeah if it's like you know a character that you're moving or something right yeah so now you can't do tap on the character to select him and tap somewhere else to move him. Now you have to drag to move him and then tap on him for info. And it's just like all this other crap that just gets horrible. And then 
but I mean, that's something like now we're looking at like PC controls. Now we have to go back and look at like, hey, this is dumb to do it where you have to click on this, like when you could just mouse over it kind right. of stuff now. So it's like a lot of that kind of work and like UI controls and everything as well. Yeah. But you're actually making like discrete interfaces for both platforms, right? <laughs> uh, or... Sort of, I believe. I mean, I think. I think, I mean, things are obviously at different resolutions, so you've got to account for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, the whole, like... Um... There's definitely a different expectation of interaction, and there's uh, and there's certainly things where, like, well, now we've got a whole keyboard, we could put some hotkeys in for certain stuff if we want to. Right. You know, so that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and what I see with a lot of PC console, like, multi-platform games is they don't do that they just they just default to or you can use a controller on a pc yeah and it drives me crazy and like the batman games like make me the most insane because (laughs) which i still think is funny because i think i tried the keyboard and mouse with arkham asylum and then went to using the like a controller and was like Oh yeah, this is fine. And but th- I also like use a controller for pretty much any, almost any third-person action fighting game. Like if you are doing a, um, any kind of brawler or fight like melee fighting stuff, I I tend to use a controller. Yeah. See, no, because Batman had aiming. It had shit where you had to aim, and I was like, nope. Controller is in the trash. I cannot use a controller. When they have first person aiming bullshit, I will just I refuse to do What did you have to aim with? Batarangs and all kinds of fucking crap. You don't really have to aim. There's a lot of like really easy like like auto lock on stuff that it does. And also like slingshotting everywhere with the the, the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Like there is so much and just looking around, there was really a lot of crap. Like I do not I will not look with a with the with the right stick. That's what it is. Oh. If I have to like look around and and shoot stuff with the right stick, like ninety percent of the time, I won't play that game. Like I think I got like I told you, I couldn't get through the like tutorial part of the very first Uncharted game. Like I never played the Uncharted series. I think I actually own all of them now, and I never played any of them because the tutorial like. I had to like shoot guys with a pistol and I almost died the very first time. Like you have to fire the gun. Well, yeah, I played the, I played the demo of the first one a long time ago, um, you know, back on PS3 or whatever. And yeah, like I did not like that at all, but I, what I, what I will say is that what I ended up doing with four was turning on the, just like lock on targeting and using like, like heavy powered pistols and sniper rifles, and and so you just have to like hold the aim button down, and he just like locks onto stuff, and then it's like a one shot kill with some of those guns. Yeah. And so. Anyway. And that was that was. <laughs> I laugh because that was put in there as like an accessibility feature for like the handicapped, and uh-huh. I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I don't have shame about this. I don't like, either. Why don't? Why is it the first game of a handicap mode? Yeah. I don't know. But, do you replaying like an HD remake or something or I don't know. No. I I how do they even make that? I don't even know. It, it was it was 
I found it at like a you know like a dollar store or like a you know like a it was it was you know like a decade after the game came out and I found it for like five bucks at like a you know an old toy store or something like a retro toy store kind of place yeah that sells a bunch of like old action figures but then also for some reason had like for five bucks like the every PS3 game collection of the Uncharted series. Um, man, we got so off topic. Uh, <laughs> the so the this anyway this creation club thing, and so if you look at the other topics, uh, so this was a huge disappointment, and also one of the other big complaints was that it like has this huge banner thing on the front. It like auto installs, uh, with a patch, and also like downloads all of the mods mod content that you have to purchase to your hard drive oh so it does like the lock sit on your drive kind of crap like the what was it was it one of those need for speed games that did that where like the on disc unlocks kind of thing yeah yeah so it like <laughs> loads all of this creation club stuff down onto your computer which means like if that's the precedent then like Every addition they make to the Creation Club will then be downloaded to your computer. That seems really horrible. Uh, yeah, especially if you're not paying any money for it. Then it's just taking up hard drive space. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, there's a... There's, so there's 10 gigs of art because you have to download every single mod for the, yeah. that's made for this. That's awful. That's and, awful. and it also puts this huge banner ad on the on the loading, like the, the main menu saying like, here's Creation Club news. And so like this article is... The most popular mod for Fallout 4 is the one that removes the Creation Club scrawl. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And also, like the other topic that I managed that I that I put on there was that uh, this is this is re- directly related because of what happened to Fallout 4, which was it got review bombed, which is you know a whole like subreddit or whatever, like just dumping negative reviews on on steam for the game so to try to combat that valve has put histographs of uh of the review histories so you can see like you know there's a huge spike in negative reviews for some reason mm-hmm. and then if you like you know check out those reviews on on the fallout 4 store page it's like fuck creation club like get this out of here you know all of that stuff uh-huh so the Steam review system is so crazy because it's like, it's like a, it's weird because, you know, people can go back and change their review rating and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird because you can kind of almost get like a false positive on things. Like a whole bunch of people will download something and they're really excited about it and they'll give it a great review and then play it for like two days and then realize that it's horrible and then have to go back and change it. But then you've already like, been suckered because you got like you got in early because you saw all the positive reviews and now you're like no this really does suck and now everybody else it's like but it's weird but then you can go back and change your reviews so like you can have like people just like yo-yoing the reviews back and forth because like you'll do an update and then they super hate the update and then you'll do another update to like apologize for that one and then they have to go back and change the review again yeah it's it's a weird like it's it makes the reviews very unreliable and, yeah it, it's kind of it, and like amazon lets you update reviews as well and so you can see like 
uh, I'll see on some products where some guy is like, I, yeah, I got this, I got this, you know, uh, electronics thing. I got this, you know, uh, hard drive or whatever, and it was great. Uh, and then like update it, dry it, it died after a month, you know, or like I got this yeah. stereo and right. It was but awesome I think and- I think products like I think for stuff like that, I think that's fair to let you go back and change things because like you could. You can have a really great experience initially with like a piece of electronics where they delivered it, you know, more, you know, before they said they would like you get it really early. You know, it seems like it's packaged well and and everything about it is good. But then, yeah, like a TV or something, you expect that to last for years. Right. And if it goes out in a month, you're not going to know that when you first get it. Yeah. But fucking everybody wants you to review shit and put your comments as soon as you get something right so yeah your first impression sometimes is really positive and then something breaks after like a week and then you're pissed and if they don't let you go back and change it that's even worse right because now now you're falsely reporting a good experience of one that was actually crap yeah so i think there's a good and bad so but i think the i think in this way like it's so it's similar, but also kind of abused in like with like a, a weird bandwagon mentality, right? So yeah, here's the thing that I know you probably hate most of the way that Apple does everything, but one <laughs> of the true, th- <laughs> yeah, obviously. But one of the things that I think they do well with their with their apps and their reviews is that the the like the star rating only shows the most current update so if if you like if and this has happened for a game that i've worked on and other and i've seen it happen to other games where you'll release an update that has a feature and maybe it's not perfect because apps are pretty much living like if you're on the app store most of the time they're kind of like a living project so you you're constantly updating um, but we did one update that people really hated. And uh, so we'd had a really good review, like like a four point something, right? Rating for like all of our, you know, iterations thus far. But then that one had a really low rating because people didn't like that that update, that feature change that we did. So really quickly, because it was bad, we went back and... and undid it and you know did some other changes to go back and kind of fix some of the stuff that we did wrong and then that came out and you know people the people hadn't quit the game entirely you know downloaded the update and we're like and we're happy with it and so basically it was kind of like you know, a criminal record if you're under 18, I guess, because it kind of, it kind of like, it kind of wipes clean, like the bad, you know, the bad reviews and you're only judged on your current version of the game. Yeah. But that, that seems more misleading. How? I mean, how, like, well, because you could have like super bad reviews, right. And like, say everybody like, slams your game or whatever or your software like you know the first four versions and then everybody's just like jumped ship right they're like no this thing sucks like don't pay attention to it and then you know you release a new version and like 
three people give it a five star review or worse yet the company hires like 20 people to like give it a five star review and then it's just like glowing like here's a here's a five star review yeah but okay so there's two things one if it's <laughs> the, the the first thing i would say with that is if you've only got 20 reviews then you can pretty much guarantee that it's basically the creator of the app and their friends that rated it right like if 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 something has less than a hundred reviews, then I don't trust the ratings at all, ever on anything. Um. So I think for for starters, if you're only getting twenty reviews, that means you can, you can see how many people have downloaded it as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So then you can say like, well, that's pretty fucking shady. If only twenty people have downloaded this thing, it's probably not that good anyway. Well, it would show that like hundreds have downloaded. <clears throat> Hundreds of thousands or whatever. No, no. Again, everything for the. I think it it only shows the update. Everything oh, so everything for the update. Every stat is a refresh. Yes, all the stats get refreshed. So if there's you know seven five stars for the new version, then it's only seven, right? You only see that seven people reviewed it. Yeah. And but and then everybody that downloaded it before that can go back and review it again, right? So if a new update comes out and it still sucks. They can go back and still review it again. So the the Google Play Store does things differently, and I, and I think I prefer this way: is that it just it just flags reviews as being part of a an older version, so you can see like the entire history of reviews and stuff. Yeah, but the problem is like I, it it still does a, an average, right? It still does an average of everything. Yeah, it still does an average. But... So if you had a one star app that you made into a five star app. Like, you don't get the credit that you deserve for that. Well, but here's what I like about that, is you get to see the developers... Because uh, I usually don't... I don't download games so on, on my phone. But I can see the developers' um, efforts. So, like, somebody gives it a shitty review, he responds to that review, and it's, like, it says it's for an older version, and, like, there might be a comment from the, the author of that app who says, like, like, hey, you're right. And then fixes it right and then past that like the current version reviews are highly a higher review so you can see the interaction between the developer and the users and how the developer pays attention to things like feedback and updates the thing over time and has that kind of like iteration yeah but you're like the one freak that's going to look at all of that most people are going to see that it's a 2.5 and just bail and they're not even going to be interested at all well, all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guess. <laughs> Just concede that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. So I will I will say that I'm much more of a a researcher in like the things that I buy and, yeah. and download. But if it's a if it's a totally free app on the app store and it's got a two point five because the first version was a one was had one stars and then the new version is all five stars, nobody's gonna give a crap. Right, except for the handful of people that five star that I guess were happy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just it really hurts. I think it, I think it hurt. It also, I mean, when you have like, I I also think like this hate bombing shit is kind of bullcrap too. But that's I don't know. I that that happens a lot in things beyond just video games too. I mean, that happens to people. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, 
it's basically just organized bullying, which is kind of fucking fucked up. Yeah, it it is, isn't it? And yet so many people think that it's a righteous thing to do. Yeah. To just like gang up on people online and say like, no, you should be fired. Like you should die now. And then like bully people into like. Yeah. Having Aren't no you life. glad we don't care about the NFL? <laughs> I am. I heard somebody. Uh, oh, God. I made the mistake of going on on the Facebook yeah, and like no. this weekend, like at all, like recently, like it's just not even you just don't want to do it. anymore. Yeah, I saw something and it was and then I read some people's comments and I'm just like, oh, boy, this is awful. Yeah, there's so much. Because like, and, and, <laughs> uh, and like uh, and my roommate who like doesn't watch football, like brought it up to me and he's and he's like, oh, these people, you know, and I'm like, yeah, like because I like I tangentially know about like like football players like kneeling or something during the star spangled banner or whatever right yes and and i'm just like I, lo- I love how totally like out of it like totally unconnected you are appearing to be right now it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> something's going on with football players and there's like a song and knees i don't know <laughs> but something like they don't like this music or something i don't know uh <laughs> And so I was just like, I was like, yeah, man, like people are so upset over like the most benign protest we've had in years. <laughs> like, you know, because we've had like way worse protests of like people looting and setting things on fire and killing people. And like yeah. those are other lootings that have been happening for the same like under the same pretense. Well, yeah. What's awesome is how everybody is so upset on both sides of the issue. <laughs> that too. And I'm just like. Like boycott, there's yeah. I I saw the I saw the Facebook posts of boycott the NFL. I saw the Facebook posts of like, you know, the president should be impeached for comments that he made, and just so much nonsense. I'm just like, uh, I think everybody is a little wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that for as far as internet arguments go, that's pretty much always the case is that because is that the loudest voices are the least the least reasonable yeah and like because the ones you shouldn't be listening to it's that's the problem it's like like nobody like and that's the worst part of it it's like nobody could say anything without somebody's hair setting on fucking fire (laughs) anymore it's like like that guy you know like you can't fucking blink or make a single comment everybody's like and then like the other side is like, no, they somebody got upset because of somebody that I slightly agree with. Blah! And just like everybody just goes so apeshit over everything nowadays. Yeah. People need to just relax. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> it would be the, the situation would be way easier if you just didn't care as much. <laughs> He's like putting that lithium in the water supplies. That'll fix everything. (laughs) (laughs) Poison our communities. (sighs) I mean, we already are, right? Chemtrails. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just putting the aliens into our system, you know. This is. Isn't that right? We're host bodies for something? I mean, we are. Okay. Yeah. For the Thetans. (laughs) 
no, but the the chemtrails is 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 for the that's the uh, mind control drugs. Oh, that's mind. Oh no, wait, no, is that toothpaste? I don't, I don't know. Anymore. Do I have to bring up Infowars and find out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the website that is that the website that irons out all of these conspiracies and makes me remember what to be afraid of proper for what? Well, no, no, no. Why I'm supposed to be afraid of which thing? Right. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, call up coast to coast while you're at it. Okay. Coast to coast AM. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We we'll get Art Bell to to tell us like, you know, what the lizardmen are up to. All right. <laughs> wait are you not familiar with the lizard men i am uh i can't say anything more about it though that's smart <laughs> <laughs> what you don't want them to know is what you know yeah i don't want them to know what i know about them that they know i don't want them to know what i know that they know yeah that's what it is. They can't know. No. If they know what you know that they know, then they'll know. Yeah, and that's not good for anybody. Nobody needs that. Well, I guess that's good for the lizard men, but... Well, yeah, but, you know, the house always wins. <laughs> so what, did that, what did that have to do with Bethesda? Huh? The lizard men? Aren't they the Argonians? I, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. We brought it around. Now, Circled now, back around. Now there's a reason for that discussion. That yeah. Happened. yeah. <laughs> I've been an Argonian the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to see that in one of the games now. It's one of the Argonians like wearing like a person's skin, like a mask. <laughs> it's just like still that shape. But it's just got like a it's it's like stretched, a man texture stretched like out over it. on it, and it's just kind of like, but it's kind of like wrinkly and like loose, like the Edgar suit from Men in Black kind of thing. It was like, you know, and he's like, and like, like somehow like desperately trying to like hide his tail in like his. Shirt <laughs> it's like or something. it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like wrapped up in like or like tucked down his pant leg or something. Yeah, or it's like it's like a belt, or it's like coming up his armor, and you can kind of see like part of it like sticking out. Like next to his neck because it's like coming up that far. Yeah, he's <laughs> just walking That'd around. That'd be great. And he's yeah. like calls himself Jeff. Jeff. And he still talks in like that ridiculous Argonian voice. <laughs> I am Jeff the Breton. <laughs> yes. Greetings to you. <laughs> I like steakums and other human things. <laughs> steakums. Do they eat the same thing? They're lizards, right? I guess they eat... Do they... Does everybody eat the same food? In, like in, in... In the world of of the Elder Scrolls world. Because there's, like, cats. Like, do they prefer fish more than... Is that Cyrodiil? Or is that just the capital? Cyrodiil is the capital uh, nation. Yeah. Um, what is their place called? Where? The like the re- the big old continental region. Uh, Tamriel. Tamriel. Yeah. Tamriel. Oh, I'm such a nerd. Tamriel. Yeah. They all, yeah. I think they all eat the same food. Okay, so it's not like they don't all do the so, same drugs. So like the so like the lizards don't have like like insect like live insect soup or just like 
a big bowl of grubs or something that they eat. Well, I'm sure there's like regional foods. So like a giant bowl of grubs. I could see that. But then they'll also eat like the Breton steakum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So maybe you're just not RPing correctly whenever you do just eat the steakums, but you can, you can make them eat whatever, you know? I know you can basically eat everything that you can pick up in the field. Yeah. Like, oh, bug parts. I'll just shove that down my throat. Oh, look, that made me have slightly better stamina for a minute. Yeah. You can eat any kind of plant, any kind of meat. Um, I just drink it, drink anything. Yeah, I guess I just I feel like the lizard people shouldn't be eating bread. It just doesn't seem like that's good for their digestive system. I don't know. I've never seen a lizard. Well, you're assuming that the lizard people are like earth lizards. <laughs> I, yes, I'm assuming they're like earth lizards. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think there's a, a vegetarian. I get man. I guess there's some vegetarian lizards, right? Are they all purely? I don't even know. How do I not know this fact about lizards? Are they purely veget? Are they purely predatorial, or do do some of them eat plants? I think they all are predators, right? Like they. Purely carnivore, like they don't eat any kind of plant material. All the ones that I can think of, yeah. Yeah. They just eat. They just eat bugs and such. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like eating unless plant- we're talking thunder lizards, <laughs> then you've got some herbivores. Fair, but I still feel like they're closer to birds than actual lizards. I don't see how you can tell me a brontosaurus is closer to a bird. Have you seen the birds in my backyard? Have you seen those guineas? They're fucking tiny feathered velociraptors. Which I've heard that velociraptors may have been feathered as well. Yeah, and I kind of... Well, depending on the artist's depiction, I kind of hate that. (laughs) (laughs) But But I'm just saying, you watch those birds running around in the backyard, and you will think... Clever girl. Because there's like a group of three of them and they run around and one's clearly the leader. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, the chickens and stuff like they're they're omnivores, right? They'll just eat whatever's in front of them that moves. Like they'll eat any like you just throw you throw like bags of seed out like they'll eat the seeds. I've seen them catch and fight over a frog and a tiny mouse. They definitely eat bugs. They go after them all the time. Chickens will just eat anything. They've tried to eat spots on my shoe uh, because they just thought it was food. They tried to eat a mole on my leg because they thought it was food. So they're uh, just pretty dumb. And yeah, eat they anything. basically just anything that differs, on, anything that like sticks out like on a surface, like, oh, a speck, I'll eat that. They'll just basically peck at any speck and especially anything that moves. Like... The site's based on motion. (laughs) (laughs) Totally is. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like just little eat monsters. Basically, they'll just go after whatever. Like I could probably like. So I okay with that in mind. I fed them like everything, like pop tarts, like old bananas, pears. Like they'll eat pears. I mean, who does? Yeah, eats pears. I saw somebody eat a pear the other day. So weird. But bird. Mm, yeah, I'd say they're part bird. Okay. <laughs> they apparently have very brittle bones. <laughs> um, so, 
what uh what were we talking oh yeah lizard people no i think i think lizard men might be the same um they just eat whatever yeah yeah fair enough so but in like the same like cats there's cat people too and that world has cats <laughs> and but right. like cats i really don't think cats eat like grass or plant i guess they're like i guess they do because you get those like weird like house plant things that the cat will chew on so i guess cats can't eat plants because they ha- you don't know what i'm talking about like in the pet stores you know they have those little, like little potted plants of grass and shit that a cat will chew on sometimes i have no idea i don't know i don't really own cats but i haven't I know that cats will eat house plants i can't think of the last time i've been in a pet store <laughs> and i try to avoid people you don't go in just cats. to look at the fish and lizards sometimes no because the smell <laughs> pet stores always smell <laughs> it's, just, it's like Ugh. Ugh. because it smells like feces and sandpit and, and uh, sawdust it's feces and sawdust yeah <laughs> that's it <laughs> start a pet store that's the name of it feces and sawdust <laughs> that's what we have here it's a pet store <laughs> that's all we got do you have any pets? Somewhere under the feces or sawdust. Yeah. It's there, you know, you got to check the bins. There's bins of feces, bins of sawdust. <laughs> there might be an animal in there creating one of those two things. <laughs> it's an animal just making sawdust. <laughs> Beavers. No. <laughs> woodchucks. <laughs> woodchucks. Yes, we got woodchucks. We got woodchucks. They'll make great pets. Make a lot of sawdust, though. Are you looking for sawdust? Put that down on your... Uh... On your feces? <laughs> Put that down on your feces. <laughs> uh, well, I, I own an amusement park and yeah, I have a lot exactly. of people throwing up, so I could use some pet beavers, sure. Yeah. You got a lot of vomit and you need a lot of beavers. <laughs> That's how that works out. Is this out. the most efficient way to get sawdust? sawdust? Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. You Cut out the middleman. I've never seen a faster way. Straight to the beavers. Straight from the beaver's mouth. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. That's the saying, right? It's all natural that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got this strange... I think we're done talking about Fallout. Okay. They they did release that Creation Club thing for... Or it's upcoming for Skyrim, and people are looking for ways to avoid it. But that hasn't come out yet. So, yeah. But that's all the game news I really had. Uh, I would talk about what I'm playing, but what I did recently was I just beat the Kingdom Hearts HD remake, and I gotta tell you, that game does not age well. No, it's like, well, I mean, I still have the original game or something. Yeah. But yeah, like, I was playing, it was like, oh, this, like, Wonderland area sucks. Every area sucks. It's just like, it's just a wall. It's just like, I mean, it almost... Like, it's almost, some of the level design is almost student project, like, level, where it's just, like, it's just a weirdly encased wall where you can see, like, every side and the ceiling, and then there's just a texture painted onto it. Well, and the Wonderland is, like, that's that's the one that's like that. The yeah, most. the Wonderland is so awful, though. It's just, like, oh, good grief. Like, this is terrible. Like, this, like... And this also, just looks- the, like, the layout of everything is, like, this this 
obtuse, like, you gotta go through this door. Well, you went through that door. Go back through the same area again, and now that other door is unlocked, and go back, go through it. That went, that took you to a different, like, also small room, and guess what? There's, like, five of these. And that's all you got, is these five tiny rooms. That's the world, and you're done. Yeah. And it took me, like, uh, I tried to, I, I went through some of the, like, tournament stuff, just to, like, get some additional items, and then I I thought about fighting the ice golem thing, and it's just like, this sucks. I hate the combat in this game. <laughs> like, I remember why I hate this. And then I started the, like, Chain of Memories remake, because that thing was, like, the DS, uh, you know, handheld game that was, like, 2D and stuff, and they remade it for the PS3 and then ported that to the PS4. So it's a port of a port? It's a port of a port. Wow. And God, I hate that combat because it's all card based. Oh, yeah, I played that one. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, see, I'm good at card games, so that one was fine for me. No, but it's it's not that it's it's not just that it's a card game. I totally remember how it did you play the 2D version or the 3D version? I played the one on the actual Game Boy. Okay, that's probably a lot different because some of the combat that I don't think translates well 3D. That's possibly true. Um, Because there's a lot of like, like there's this whole thing called card break, right? You remember that? Not really. Where like, uh, if a if an enemy has a higher card than you are holding, it for the attack card or whatever, then their card will beat your card, and it will card break your card, and you lose your cards. And uh, I'm going to be saying card a lot, and so that was another thing is that like such a long tutorial. I felt like I spent the first two hours like having some character talk to me about cards and how everything's a card. In order to get through a map, you have to use a card to get through this door. Every door's a card. Every enemy's a card. You can turn enemies into cards, and then you can use cards to enemy cards. And then you have to go through, and every 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 map has a card on it, and you have to card the door to get into a map card, and then you can... Walk around and earn more cards. I don't understand what you're saying anymore. The word card has lost all meaning for me. <sighs> it's like you're saying Smurf or something. Yeah, that's how I felt in this tutorial thing. But So I played around a little bit and got into a fight and was just like trying to hit something and burned through all my cards because there was like seven enemies around me, like several of them like behind me on the camera and, like, things were doing card breaks to me that I couldn't even see, but I was trying to hit this other thing that wasn't, and just because they were in proximity, like, it was card breaking all of my cards. And I'm like, I hate this game. I yeah. can't even just hit shit. Like, I just want to hit a thing. That sounds really bad. Like, yeah, when I play, I, I definitely don't remember anything like that happening. When I played, it was a lot more like, like a old school RPG, JRPG kind of thing, where you would just, I think it was just like you on the screen with like one guy. Like I don't remember having like you didn't have like I don't remember swarms of things by like a thousand guys. Oh yeah, there's like tons of like heartless running around and like no. other thing and like the wizard guys and they're all but like I don't they can all like break was, your cards. I don't feel like that was going on when I played. Yeah, because this is the 3D version where everything sucks more because they tried to make it look and feel like a really a real Kingdom Hearts game. It's not a real Kingdom Hearts game. It's some side side story garbage, but is also canon and just like everything else. So even I, though it 
just like everything else contributes nothing to a story that makes no sense. And oh, geez, the narrative in that game is so bad. <laughs> if if somebody made that in, if somebody made the Kingdom Hearts story like into a movie, they would be a Night Shyamalan, or they would just be fired forever. <laughs> I think if somebody tried to like make a book out of the Kingdom Hearts storyline, they would like the the book would just end with like. Like just some nonsense trailing into insanity gibberish. So you, you, you know, like the the movie two thousand one, a space odyssey. Yeah, like that whole space baby. That whole scene at the end. Yeah. yeah, where he's like just going through lights, and then there's space baby and the white room and all that stuff. I feel like that is about on par with the amount of like explanation of what's happening. Like that makes about as much sense as a narrative just that part from the movie with no context from the book. Yeah. As the entire kingdom hearts story does. Yeah. I mean, the first game is like some being some dude or something is collecting hearts to open a door to darkness. Right. And then he opens it. And it, but he's the the door goes to Kingdom Hearts, name of the game, right? It's where all the hearts are, or something, or where they're all but from. I thought, like, wasn't then, the guy that was his friend the like? Didn't his I thought his friend was the bad guy, but then his friend wasn't the bad guy. He was just like, yeah, a minion or like, right. What was that like? Right. So who was the one exactly. that actually started the thing? Like, uh huh. <laughs> that's yeah. So Riku, Sora's friend, got absorbed by darkness and then lost his heart to the darkness, except he didn't because his heart was strong enough to not. And then he existed in the land of darkness, which I guess is inside Kingdom Hearts, because he was on the other side of the door when it opened. And also, there's that Ansem guy. He's the guy who possessed Riku for a little bit and controlled his body for a time, but then decided, I guess I can't. And he was the guy in the hood or something. Okay, and but he what... wants to open the door to Kingdom Hearts. And Sora also doesn't want him to open the door to Kingdom Hearts. But then he does anyway, even after you beat him in a boss fight three times. And he opens the door. And what happens when he opens the door he doesn't let out darkness when the door is the door to darkness. He lets out light because that's what Kingdom Hearts is. It was light the whole time and that destroys him kind of, I guess. I think he comes back in the sequel. But then the door's open, but then there's Heartless in there because that's where all the Heartless were coming from. But the door was closed the whole time. How did the Heartless get in there or how did they get out? And then there's Riku on the inside and also Mickey's in there and then they close the door. What the hell just happened? Okay, but then, like, who the fuck was that guy that wasn't Sora that they, I guess, like, turns into Sora? The that was his nobody, and that is a completely different ridiculous thing, where... <laughs> Why do you know so much about this? Where the How do heart... you know all of this and still not understand what's happening? Because it doesn't make any sense. It's a lot of things, it's a lot of facts about things that happen and things they say in the game, but it's not coherent. It's just Japanese anime gibberish nonsense right because they call the things that lose their hearts 
nobodies. They call the hearts that are gone have been ripped out of the people by the darkness heartless. Why do they call them that? That's backwards. So the things without hearts are heartless. The things that are hearts with no bodies, no bodies. And Roxas is that. And I don't know if there was a heartless Sora, except there was a heartless Sora in the first game. But that's not when Roxas is made. He's made during the Chain of Memories flashback thing or whatever. Ah! But also, Roxas is in a prequel game called Birth by Sleep. I haven't even gotten to that yet. I've never played that one. But how does that make any sense? And then there's this thing called the Keyblade Wars that took place hundreds of years before the first Kingdom Hearts game. What the hell's that all about? I have no idea. Why is it in, why is it in there? Because I think they want to have a bunch of people with keyblades fighting each other. Because that's how anime works. You just escalate shit. And it doesn't make any sense, but you keep doing it. <laughs> so, that's great. Good, yeah. good for you that you know that much. I'd really forgotten most of it already. I just knew it made no sense and I didn't care anymore. <laughs> you need to tone it down. You're, or you're going to end up on social media. Oh, man. Some kind of outburst. <laughs> oh, speaking of crazy anime, though, I saw one that I think you will really like if you haven't already seen it. Oh, please don't say it's Neo Yokio. It is Neo Yokio! Okay, so I could not take that Jaden Smith anime. I watched half of the first episode. And oh, I, my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't quite deal with it. I need somebody else to watch it with me. I'll watch it with you. Okay. I just watched the whole thing, and it was awesome. Because... I like it's I started it and it has Jude Law doing the narration, but Jude Law is also a weird robot. And I'm like, is that Jude Law? What the hell is going on? See, I look I it up. Sure enough, any of these people. So I didn't care. And then Susan Sarandon is his aunt and it's Jaden Smith playing Jaden Smith with pink hair, <laughs> for which for all I know, Jaden Smith has pink hair now. He might. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What matters is that he's playing the character that is just him a depressed rich boy. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> but it, but I love it because but, it's so ridiculous and mocking of like everything. It, I couldn't, I couldn't tell in the first episode, like how serious it took itself because it, his character at least seemed like, so like on the one, like just deadpan about the whole situation. But he uses phrases like, Oh jeez, what was that? When he goes up and he talks to his to his aunt, and he's he says like he's fallen into an infinite abyss of whackness or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what like that's part of what makes it so great. And I I just died laughing because yes. I'm like, what the hell is this show? But that's what the show is. It's awesome <laughs> and it's great. And like now that you say that Jaden Smith, that makes it even better for me because it's like the perfect role because like he is so deadpan and like dull the whole time it's like perfect for his like lack of acting ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's brilliant like yeah. i think the casting was great there uh yeah yeah but i it, thought it was hilarious the whole thing like the like the guy like when he tries to console him with a big ass toblerone like i love that wait what i didn't get to that part what <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> oh, you have to finish watching that show yeah okay like i gotta but i have to yeah that seems like a, a show that I can't just watch alone. Like, I no, need... We'll we'll watch it together. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So now that I know, like, 
why to watch it and that the things that I were laughing at were the things to enjoy about that show. There are things I enjoyed about it. If somebody else doesn't, then I don't know. They're probably wrong. Yeah. That's all I know. But like the thing that I the, the thing that I don't want is for people to like watch that and like take it seriously. No, I think that's entirely the wrong attitude to have. Yeah. Yeah. I think casting Jude Law as like some kind of weird transformer is like it <laughs> No, and and like that character gets way better. Okay. Great. Yeah. Um all right. So, we'll check that out then. Yeah. Um um, I, w- I did want to take a second to talk about um, and just kind of like spitball some of those Stranger Things drink ideas you have. Oh, yes. Yeah. So because the season two is coming. Season out, two is I, coming. I want to have a Stranger Things party where I have some some drink ideas. Yeah. Theme drinks. Theme drinks. Yeah. So one of that I saw, I just kind of Googled quickly online, but one that looked like really good was some kind of it was some kind of a mixed drink where it was red it was a red mixed drink so it was probably like a lot of grenadine or something in mm-hmm. and, and then it had blackberries just in it but it was like with the ice and the blackberries inside like they just kind of settled in and it made this kind of weird creepy fleshy looking gunk like kind of the upside down Ooh. stuff so that looks pretty good and also like blackberry is awesome and i generally like drinks that are red so yeah, that seems like that's probably tasty, and and look, I think that would look pretty creepy. Yeah, but yeah, I I I, I want to have like some kind of a shop called like the upside down like. What I want is like something, I like I almost feel like you have to do some kind of like a white Russian type of thing where you have like a half and half or some kind of weird cream that like, you know, like settles weird and like makes like weird like streaky gunk like hanging like, like suspended in in fluid. Yeah. But I don't know what that would be that's not going to be totally disgusting. So that's the trick. It's something to figure that out. <laughs> I think if you if I could do something like that with like like maybe like you do some kind of a like a white Russian type of thing. You have like a liqueur, like a like a and uh, you know you like drip milk into it and makes kind of like stringy looking stuff. Yeah, that might work. <clears throat> I can see that. Yeah. So I did want to, I like. Oh, I know. I know. So you, yes, you can save one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's pretty simple, but yeah, I want a drink called the Barb, and it's a it's a virgin strawberry daiquiri. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty appropriate. Um, and I'm trying to think of something for that we would you'd use. Chocolate I wanna, pudding for chocolate pudding. Yeah, because like the pudding at the end when they're digging for the pudding that's being hoarded. You don't remember the pudding? What is pudding? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We could do like a pudding thing. Yeah, a pudding, the pudding thing. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of some uh, well, something called the Demogorgon where you like start with like fireball whiskey or something and <laughs> um, I don't know, mix no. in something else. Why fireball? Because that's what he does. He spits fireballs. The Demogorgon spits fireballs? Not the the demi the D and D demigorgon, not the uh, oh. not the uh, upside down demigorgon. No, no, no. That's that's Will's drink. Is it's a fireball with a like a with like a twenty sided ice cube in it. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I have to see if I can order D20 ice cube. Oh, that is, that absolutely exists. You could probably get even one of those like giant, like, you know, racquetball size tumblers. That's a D20, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, that's okay. That's perfect for Will. It's, it's a, it's a D20. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a giant D twenty ice ice cube, uh, it, fireball on the rocks with a giant D twenty in it. Yeah, 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 that's perfect. Okay. And uh, yeah, oh man. What would be some kind of Steve themed drink? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, let's see. I'm trying to think of something to do with risky business. <laughs> I wish I, I, yeah, I just wish I had like a better, better aptitude for drinks. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that would really help out. <laughs> that's the, that's the real problem. That's what's lacking here. It's not knowledge of the show. It's knowledge of mixology. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I do have all these great <laughs> show memories that I could pull from. It's like, oh yeah, how do I you know like what it uh I mean you can't make some kind of like waffle drink or something like that. That'd be awful. <laughs> no, there's maple whiskey. You could oh. totally do that. And like just have the waffle like I think they sell Ego minis. Uh-huh. And you just do like that is like a garnish on the edge of the glass. <laughs> oh man, hold on! I gotta look up what a seven and seven is because I have this idea for a thing called a Seven <laughs> Eleven. What what were what were uh, Steve's friends' name? Tommy H and Carol. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seagram's Seven Crown and so- Seven Up. So here, here's what you do for a Tommy H and a Carol. You you have a glass of arrogant bastard with a redheaded slut chaser. <laughs> I guess those are both drinks then, huh? Yes. Okay. <laughs> arrogant bastard's a beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would be so gross. So Seagram Seven Crown is a is a whiskey. Uh-huh. So then, if you had that and maple whiskey and Seven Up, then you've got a Seven Eleven. <laughs> the waffles. Yuck! That sounds like the worst. That sounds awful. That sounds not, awful. That's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> uh uh, I shouldn't make drinks. No. Well, I shouldn't make drinks based purely on a word pun. <laughs> yes, that's definitely true. <laughs> What's the cop's uh, name? Hopper? Hopper. Yeah. There's a drink called a grasshopper. What do you think of that? <laughs> it is a mint-flavored drink. Oh, yeah, because it's like the, the cookie, the grasshopper. Yeah. Okay. I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's better than what I thought would be like the drink for the hopper, which would be like warm Schlitz with a cigarette butt in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just half a can of beer that you've left out all day. And there's also an aspirin in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's basically what his drink would really be. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I think these are some of these are good ideas. <laughs> some of them, yeah. Some of them might be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see the Joyce. Get some kind of like Christmas drink and like, eggnog. Yeah, it's like eggnog with cocaine in it. Like something that makes you into like a total spaz. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like eggnog with like three shots of espresso. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Is there a drink called a telephone? (laughs) You know, there may be. Yeah. No, or or here's the other thing you could do for for a Joyce. It's like. One part Miller Light, one part Bud Light, one part Coors Light. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see where I'm going with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's all in the eggnog? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, uh. That's yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well those sound that <laughs> again, some, again some, some are good, some some are definitely horrible. Yeah, we got some swings, we got some we got some hits and some misses there, I think. Yeah, but obviously the the uh, eggnog and coffee that one's definitely gonna happen. That one's oh god. <laughs> I honestly I've never tried eggnog. It just it's because it says egg. There's egg in the name. well. It says egg. You in don't the want name. to drink egg, and then also nog is completely an unappetizing an, an word. Yeah, nothing about the words, and also I think it's dairy and alcohol, and I'm just like ah, I don't want that. I don't want to have anything to do with that. But dairy and alcohol can be good. Okay. Have you never had a white Russian? I've never had a white Russian. What is the matter with you? What's in a, What's in that? It's Kahlua vodka and half and half. Or milk if you're not serious. <laughs> yeah, I've never had that. It's delicious. Well, all right. I mean, Kahlua and milk or half and half. That could probably be pretty good, but man, vodka's just the worst. Vodka's the best. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's like the, the times that I've had vodka, it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Okay, well, are you just drinking it straight out of the bottle? I mean, yeah. Okay, well, there's your mistake. <laughs> vodka is not to be drank that way. Like, you're supposed to mix it with something. <laughs> it's not it's not beer it's right. not like something it's and it's not like like even tequila you do a shot which i still that's also horrible but anyway that's not beside the point it's not a drink that you're supposed to just do a shot of unless maybe it's like really really fancy pants vodka and then even then it's got to be super cold to do that <laughs> yeah no you're supposed to like mix it with fruity girly shit and make like a fancy like drink with umbrellas and shit and then it's delicious <laughs> okay well now now i know and <laughs> yeah because I <laughs> somebody just gave you a glass of vodka not a not a glass drinking? no well no we were trying dan Aykroyd's crystal skull vodka oh yeah you know again just don't taste it <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no vodka that you would enjoy to just drink straight like that's not gonna exist yeah, I asked a friend of mine if there was ever, if there's any vodka that doesn't taste like rubbing alcohol, and he's like, well, you have to pay a lot for it. If it's if you're not paying just, like, out the ass for this vodka, like, it's probably just going to taste yeah, like Yeah, even then, like, anything that we would, would buy at a liquor store, you probably still wouldn't want to drink straight. Like, even, like, 
you know, the high end stuff that they have at bars like blue like Grey Goose and and uh some of that other kind of stuff, like you still would probably just never drink that straight. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're supposed to you're supposed to mix it. Like the stuff that you might drink straight is those flavored vodkas. Like pretty much any flavor you can think of. Yeah, I have heard somebody a friend of my roommates got blueberry vodka and regretted it. There's like everything. There's one that you might like called Loopy that tastes like Fruit Loops. Ooh. <laughs> but it tastes like Fruit Loops. <laughs> I, I don't know that I have the fondness for Fruit Loop taste as you do. I guess. Oh, man, that would be an awesome one to do, like a breakfast cereal. It's like Loopy vodka and milk. There it is. <laughs> like horrified. I love it. Uh, anyway, yeah, so there's like Fruit Loop vodka. There's chocolate. There's cake. Uh yeah, there's like so many different kinds. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's an it's an entire row at a liquor store. Is flavored vodka. Uh, well, you want to wrap it up? Uh, I guess so. I think we're we're about a, at an hour or so. Yeah, that's, that's good. What do we want to name it? All I can think of right now is feces and sawdust. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, feces and sawdust. <laughs> There was a big tangent we went on about lizard men too, but we don't want them to know. <laughs> we don't want to be Jeff Jeff the Argonian. Je- Jeff Lizardman. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Lizardman. His, his name is Jeff Lizardman. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it regular Jeff or Geoff? Uh probably Geoff because he just doesn't he's like so out of touch with human <laughs> He's he think that he thinks that's normal, Jeff. Like, well, and then like everybody's like, that guy's a, a total weirdo, and like, yeah, I know. He spells his name with a G, and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's why. Is it? Weird. So it's spelled Glizzardman. <laughs> Glizzardman. Are you a Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I meant Lizardman has a silent G. Talking about Jeff. I don't Jeff know. <laughs> well. Now you've got to name the show Jeff Glizzardman. <laughs> Jeff Glizzardman, Silent G. <laughs> Jeff Glizzardman, in parentheses, the G is silent. <laughs> and people are like, who is Eof Glizzardman? <laughs> Man, F that Glizzardman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. There it is. That's the name of the show. Is now Eof Glizzardman. Glizzardman. Yeah. But they both have G's in front of them. Yeah. Should I put the G is silent? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, it won't. Okay. <laughs>